let's do this next week. I, I would love to like basically, and, and between now and next week, we'll ask all, all these people about conferences where cities are available or or as an option where cities could present. This will be a big episode next week. I feel like this episode is an intro to next week's episode. It's a part one. Yeah, it's a part one. <laughs> part one. Welcome everyone to Tech by Design, where the Richmond Technology Council takes you to the edge for trending tech and innovation here in Richmond, Virginia. I'm Nick Surface, CEO of RVA Tech, along with Alex Atanias, CEO of Shaco. Come join us. So speaking of travel and holidays, Alex has some big conferences coming up. Nick, I know you do too. I thought we could just kind of talk about what's on the horizon and what it means to spend time with all of these other super smart people. Alex, you've got grocery shop later this month, right? And three before then, but yeah, grocery <laughs> shop is later this month. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a busy September or anything, is it? Oh, it's crazy. September is, September is bonkos crazy. I mean, RVA Tech has a couple of events coming up this week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, You're right. Uh, we we have our digital RVA. Yeah. Wait, you guys have three events on the same day, just to be clear? Nope. We have Meet the Finalists on Wednesday. We have Digital RVA on Thursday. Next week, we have The Breakfast, the CIO Breakfast. Uh, and then we have a little, little gala soiree at the end of the month. Ooh. Let's talk about that. That that's that that is so cool. And then I'll come back to mine. But um, let's let's talk about the week this week's events. Uh, Nick, tell us tell us who's going to be awarded a finalist. It's interesting. This year, all of the awards are being won by the same company. Shaco is the winner in every category. It's bizarre. I've never seen it before. I knew that educator um, award would play out. That's that yeah, a good one. Definitely educator of the year, Alex Tanya's one hundred percent. But in all seriousness, Alex, it is conference season. People are getting back into the swing of traveling. We have Digital RVA, which is our first time hosting a digital marketing and the tech behind it conference. But that's here locally. I want to talk about getting out and about to the on the national scene, which which you do a whole bunch. I have, am coming off of, you know, we talked back in March about South by Southwest, um, which was a great experience. We continue to talk about it for the food truck. Um, but I'm now looking ahead at CES, the Consumer Electronics Show uh, in Vegas in January. Never been, but um, I'm curious if you have, Alex, and what your take might be on it. I think it is very, very cool, admiring cool things. It's it's not for Shaco. Like, the conference is not built for Shaco yet. I, I think... If you do go, plan ahead. Make sure that you spend a good week planning because the event is, is situated across two or three different hotels or conferences, and it'll take you all of two hours to get from one end to the other or more. And so you will lose an entire day trying to figure out where you want to be. There's so much at that event. You can't see it all. At least I don't believe that you could see it all without getting lost. So so pick a few things that you want to see, whether it's startups or hardware or or whatever it is that you want to see. The other thing is, if memory serves, there are different levels of tickets. So make sure that you get the ones that allow you to go in and see the speakers so you could actually uh, learn from the speakers rather than just go from booth to booth. As a conference, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, there's just, that's the conference to be. It died down a little bit over COVID. I didn't go this year, but um, if you go next year, I'll go with you. I mean, it's not for shock. It's more for inspiration. Now, that being said, from an RVA Tech perspective, I mean, it'd be really cool if RVA Tech was the sponsor for startups that are in that space. 
that kind of leads the way for city exhibitions or whatnot. Are there city exhibitions as well? I haven't seen them at CES. I know South By does that, and I know uh, Mobile World Congress does that, but I have not seen them at CES. I'll, I'll text one of our guys that actually works there almost every year and, and see. I'll confirm in two seconds. Why is it not for Shaco? I'm curious, uh, in terms of just acquiring clients, it's not a place where that type of business is done. It's more of an exhibition. What's your take? I think from my perspective, like one of the things that I've seen at CES is the fact that it, it's a lot of hardware and a lot of innovative software, like from a SaaS play perspective, we're an agency, right? And a lot of what we do is work with the people that are either bringing these SaaS platforms together or building custom solutions. But since we don't do a lot of SaaS licensed work, it's just not a place for us to be. Gotcha. I wouldn't rule it out in the future. What are the ones you're going to here in September? You said you have three before grocery shop? Yeah, um, as you know, there is a podcast I absolutely love called All In. They have an annual summit called the All In Summit. This year's focus is primarily AI. And it is a summit that basically brings leaders in the space together to talk about politics, technology, and the future of essentially anything. Uh, I think the, the four guys that sit on that podcast are incredibly smart and um, they bring a lot of interesting perspectives, both to technology and, and essentially current state affairs. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, there's a lot of innovators there. There's a lot of startup owners that are going to be there. There's a lot of uh, people that run companies from an innovation perspective are going to be there. So um, that's this week. Uh, the coolest part about this, check this out. One night is going to be Casino Royale, like themed night. The second night is going to be a Barbie. I, I think it's the night. It might be the entire day, but I'm, I'm hoping it's the night because I'm not going to be dressed like Ken the whole night. But um the second night is Barbie, and then the third night is... Did he freeze for you, too? Yeah. Okay. Alex, you cut out right when you were saying it was going to be a Barbie-themed night? Barbie-themed night. Yes. Okay. I was curious if it was Barbie or a Barbenheimer night, and I didn't know what that would look like, but... Barbie. You had to be on the edge of my seat. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm extremely excited about that, just just because it's it's... Two and a half full days of essentially listening to a podcast, which is incredible. And, and the ability to learn and connect there is going to be incredible. Um, then this week, our team is actually going to Land Rover Jaguar. They are hosting a luxury brands conference in Jersey. And so our team is headed up there to understand how luxury brands are connecting with their consumers. What are the strategies they're using, uh, marketing techniques. How do you engage beyond just marketing? How do you how do you create immersive, engaging platforms beyond marketing, beyond influencers that essentially bring people into that brand, into that experience? Looking forward to see what they come up with. And then, as Lauren mentioned, two weeks from now is Grocery Shop. Grocery Shop is the um, largest grocery-focused conference in the U.S. at least. It's once a year in September. Uh, every single grocer is going to be there. Most people that supply technology and or hardware to groceries are going to be there. So it's, it's, it's one of those places where we connect with all our clients. There's a really cool opportunity to understand how the grocery space is transforming, not only from a technology place, but from a physical play as well. So we really get to understand everything that's happening in a, in a three or four day event. Again, not, not a play for RBA tech. That's made for us just because of the amount of grocery work that we do in that space. That's fascinating. Uh, I'm looking at the All-In Summit, Alex. This thing is application only, technology, markets, economy, 
and uh, two days, three nights of outrageous parties. So I think we need to take the pod there next year. We we do. We should. A podcast inside a podcast. I like it. It's like uh, The Matrix. Are you listening to a podcast or are you inside a podcast? <laughs> or is it like Inception, um, where it's a dream within a dream within a dream? Um, Alex, well, we're what... Do you, Nick? It's always a dream. <laughs> Alex, what is uh, what is the strategy for you all for conferences? So when you look, do you pick all of these the year in advance? Are you looking for learning? Are you looking for business development? What is the angle when you're evaluating whether to attend a conference? Because there's just so many of them out there. It's it's all three. But I assume you have to balance it, right? You can't just go to you know 40 conferences just for learning. You got to go to some for biz dev, right? Yeah, I was just going to say, so for me, it's primarily business development and uh, presence. So make sure people understand who Shaco is in the space and ensure that we really start getting that brand awareness out. One of the things that our sales and marketing team made us aware of is we've worked with somewhere between 6 and 10% of Fortune 500 brands over our 10 years of existence. That's nothing to, to be shy of, right? Like if, if you work with that many Fortune 500 brands, that means there's a lot of big brands that trust you. And for me, when I go to conferences, it's, it's, it's about making people aware of that and our process. Now, if you talk to the rest of our team, they're, they're balancing it out. Sometimes they're helping with biz dev, but most of the time they're going to, to learn something. In order for us to be trusted advisors to our clients, we have to learn. And, and that means that we're cons- uh, constantly at conferences. From a, when do we select conferences? It's at the beginning of the year. And a lot of the conferences that we select are industry specific and um, technology progressive for lack of better. Um, we want to make sure that, that we are working with clients that are they're looking at how do I engage customers beyond what everybody else is doing? And, and how do I use technology to do that for me? And so whether it's DDAC, which is Disney's analytic conference or grocery shop where we're constantly trying to look for these niches where clients are going a little above and beyond to engage their client base. What about you, Nick? What about, um, I mean, how do you do this for RBA tech? Yeah, I mean, we, that's, that's very different. Yeah. We talked a little bit about this pre COVID cause I remember talking to you at the data summit about which events you all have booths at or just attend and what the strategy was. And, you know, I'd love for us to have a brand presence at all these big events as well. I feel like getting the RVA Tech name out beyond the Richmond borders is a primary mission of ours, and it's a primary opportunity that we haven't taken uh, in the past. We've, we've kind of built internally, we've built, built, built here in terms of conferences, in terms of programming, but now it's time to kind of scream you know, from the rooftops, hey, we're here, here's what we're doing, come look at us, come try us out. But at the same time, we're still a trade association, you know, nonprofit with a limited budget that doesn't have the same corporate commercial funding for, you know, these big booth experiences. And it's hard to measure ROI on those. So for right now, it's just me getting out and about and uh, being present and talking to people and mixing and mingling wherever I can. And so far, going to some of these events is literally just how do I dip my toes in as much of the event as possible and just hope that there's serendipity of running into somebody or some people that find the story interesting and, and maybe can spread the gospel, so to speak. What's um, What's the primary ROI for that's a little bit of it, but it's just hard to generate a concrete ROI on that. The other part is looking around at what everyone else is doing and saying, hey, are there ideas and 
inspirations or derivatives of all these things that I can bring back to the Richmond technology community. You know, if, if something's hitting well at a South by Southwest or at another conference, why can't I just scale that down a bit and bring it to an RVA tech conference? And so it's, it's a little bit of both. I'd say it's, it's 50, 50, you know, you know, brand development and visibility. And then the other 50 is, um, you know, inspiration and learning and, and figuring out what's out there. And at the same time, the cherry on the top is the content that I actually get to learn. Like South by was a lot of AI. It was a lot of data science. Um, and, uh, if I can learn on top of that through some sessions, that's, you know, just kind of a little, little sweetener as well. So. When I've gone to South by, when I've gone to Mobile World Congress, some of these bigger events, um, even Ken, they had city booths. And so if we talk about RVA tech as the voice for RVA's technology scene, it's not about having the money or the budget, right? It's about gathering the right people at the right event and creating that presence. And, and you could create essentially micro, micro tables for each one of these companies. I don't remember, I think this was Mobile World Congress, but they did a really, really good job at this. And there was a company, whether it was uh, ServiceNow or one of these big technology companies or Salesforce, what they did is they had a Salesforce booth and then they had all of their vendors within Salesforce, like their top three or five different vendors. So my assumption is that they paid for the actual part, like the stage, and then every vendor either contributed or or whatnot. And so my, my whole thing to you or ask Nick is, would you be willing to essentially and I'll work with you on this. I mean, or, or maybe Lauren, haha. Uh, we'll basically put together a list of conferences for next year. And then you individually go cherry pick maybe a couple of uh, technology companies that, that align with those conferences. And then it's not about RVA fronting the bill. Um, it's not about RVA or RVA tech fronting the bill. It's about these companies basically coming together through the RVA tech brand and then having a little tabletop where they could host conferences or answer questions. And now we do exactly what RVA Tech is about, which is promoting the city, its technology, and its people. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that, Alex. Um, yeah, part of what I'd love to do next year in 2024 is have a specific strategy for outreach that is scaled to our capabilities and you know something that we can do, but also is effective. So we can't make the biggest splash, but can we at least have a presence that's um, you know reasonable and targeted and, and achieve something? I think that would be incredible. Um, yeah. Maybe next week we come together with a list of, so we're, we're piling on, right? Cause we have the airport app right now. We have the food truck. Let's do this next week. I, I would love to like basically, and, and between now and next week, we'll ask all, all these people about conferences where cities are available or, or as an option where cities could present even at CES. I'm sure if you say, Hey, listen, CES, I'll pay you $50,000 for a space. They're not going to say no. But then it's not about serendipity. Then it's about creating a space and you have 15 companies that are basically having tabletops there. And so if you think about a startup that's paying $1,500 to RBA Tech and then RBA Tech is bringing these together, each startup pays whatever it is, $2,000 versus the 50K. And now you have a larger space that brings all these together. It's not a bad idea. So, And that's what I saw at South By. I mean, there, there are some, at South By, they do the geographic locations where you'll have a whole section of, of you know, from a, a particular city or a region, and then it has multiple companies within it, which, yeah, I think makes a ton of sense for, for RBA Tech and for Richmond. I think a big part of our story is highlighting the companies and the players that are here in town. I like it. And we'll have some new names to talk about next week, too, because we'll know finalists for the awards. So we'll have lots of potential booth participants. Yeah. Yes, we will. Finalists are announced Wednesday night. 
So we'll have that out by the end of the week in terms of publishing it, and we'll look forward to seeing everyone at the gala on September 28th. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to tee this up for next week, right? We're going to talk about the advertisement display we in, in the airport. We need to do that. I have my notes. We're going to talk about the finalists. And, and that's okay if we talk about Shaco for 30 minutes. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about booth strategies for next year. Yes. And I'd love to do just like a five-minute snippet of, of just summer updates. Like, what are cool companies and what did they do over the summer in RBA Tech? Let's, let's, let's kind of like just find some news. Let's do it. This will be a big episode next week. I feel like this episode is an intro to next week's episode. It's a part one. Yeah, <laughs> part one. <laughs>